I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. a house full of connected devices with supersonic Wi-Fi. Only from Xfinity. Get supersonic Wi-Fi with the new Xfinity 3-for-1 bundle. Go to Xfinity.com slash 3-for-1 to learn more. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires post-pay Xfinity Internet. After 24 months, regular rates apply to all services and devices. The I didn't realize you liked me that way deal. Because it's one thing to receive McDonald's, but an entirely other thing to know that they woke up early to face the world and bring you McDonald's breakfast still hot in the bag. Appreciate you. There's a deal for every morning. Now grab two loaded sausage burritos for only three bucks. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Goldilocks Productions broadcasts universal cosmic frequencies that unlock, awaken, and expand the consciousness of our worldwide viewers and listeners. Welcome to the Transformational Soul Show with your host, Ruth Saltman. Are you ready to experience more stability in your life? You can change your life and be who you are meant to be, your authentic self. Well, hello, everybody. My name is Ruth Saltman, and welcome to the Transformational Soul. Um, I want to welcome you here if you're here for the first time. And if you've been here before, welcome back. You'll find a, a wonderful spiritual family here. Um, amazing energy. It's a lot of fun. And I want to say hello to everybody watching over on Rumble. Thank you all for joining us tonight. So if you are here, I hope you'll at least say hi. So, you know, we can say hi back and we can know you're here watching and listening. Um, I got a couple of announcements. I want to thank everybody that joined us this past Saturday for the Spiritual Message Circle. It sure was a lot of fun. Um, I want you guys to check out my books on Amazon. Right now there's four and there will be five as of this fall. So you can also check them out on my website, ruthsaltman.com. 
And I'd like to ask anyone that has read any of my books to please leave me a, um, a review. And you can do that on Amazon. Um, sometimes they give you a hard time on Amazon, you know, if you haven't made a purchase in so many months or whatever the situation. But you can also do that on Goodreads. Just search for my name or the book. And also on my Facebook page, uh, My Transformation Books. Um, <clears throat> check out Goldilocks Productions online store. They got lots of cool merchandise that you can purchase. And there is a Magnitude Jewelry um, party going on. And um, just let Tiffany know if you'd like an invite to that. The jewelry is absolutely amazing. It helps protect you from EMFs. Um, I noticed that I sleep a lot better. And one of the perks of joining the party is that when you do place an order, you know, you get a little something extra. So I just want to put that out there for you guys. So this week, um, we have a special guest who is going to be here for our Words of Wisdom segment. Um, the Words of Wisdom segment gives you the opportunity to come live with me and to tell your story, to actually own your story. Your story will inspire and motivate other people. Um, without a doubt, no matter what experiences you've gone through, they will inspire someone else. Maybe someone in, started out the same place you started out, and then they'll see how you've transformed your life, and they'll know they can do it too. Um, so today, Heather Hunter is going to be here to own her story, and I'm really, really excited. Um, Heather is a single mother of two beautiful girls. She currently works as a digital forensic analyst for CS Disco. Her goal is to one day become a published author. Let's welcome Heather. Hi, Heather. Thank you so much for being here. Hi, Ruth. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. I'm really excited. Um, so why don't you start out by telling us a little bit about yourself and what started your um, awakening or spiritual healing or journey, however you want to word it. Okay. Um, well, as you said, I'm a single mom. I have two beautiful daughters. Um, and I guess my my spiritual journey or my transformation journey started back in 2011. Um, I had, I was what I thought was happily married and I found out we were not as happy as I thought. And we ended up getting a divorce. I think we we're divorced by the like mid 2011. Um, during our divorce hearings, of course, um, I couldn't afford the best lawyer because I I didn't have money. I was a stay-at-home mom at right. that time. Um, and so I pretty much lost everything. We had, a, you know, the white picket fence, the three-bedroom house, a dog, two kids. We had everything. Um, and during our divorce, I lost everything. I lost the house. I ended up losing my car. Um, I ended up having to move back in with my parents, which Thankfully, I have parents that could afford to bring me and my two daughters in at that time. And 
during that during that transition when I lost my house, it's like I lost my house, I lost my car, I got all the bills. He didn't get any of the oh. bills. So I ended up also having to file for bankruptcy um, on top of everything else. And one day I was sitting on, uh, on my dad's recliner and I was, I was looking at a computer, my girls were sleeping and to me, I had two choices that I had to make at that time. Um, do I find another, another guy that's going to take care of me, that's going to help support me and my children and possibly lose it all again in the next couple of years? Or do I go out and get it all back by myself? And honestly, with two kids, I didn't have a there was no choice. My only mm -hmm. choice was to go and get it all myself. So I get on my dad's computer and I start looking up um, forensics because I've always been interested in forensics. And I ended up getting going to a school and getting my bachelor's degree in criminal justice. Um, during that transition from being you know, not having a house, having two children and starting school. I, I didn't really qualify for a lot of state help. So mm -hmm. in order to make ends meet during that time, during my four years in college, I became a server and I was I worked at several restaurants um, throughout the four years that I was putting myself through school. So I was a full-time server. I was a, I was going to school full-time. I had my girls full-time. Um, That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot yeah. And the whole time I was like, okay, digital forensics, is this really going to be a career that I'm going to be able to break into? Am I going to be able to do this? Um, you know, because I didn't want to be that that statistic where I went to school and I worked mm -hmm. my butt off and then Nothing. I didn't go anywhere. Yeah. Right. Um, I was also scared that I was going to have the curse of the server is what I call it, where you go into serving just to make ends meet. Mm -hmm. And then next thing you know, you're still serving and, you know, 20 years later, mm -hmm. which I mean, it's not a bad career, but being able to support three, two kids and yourself on right. being a server, it gets kind of difficult. And I didn't want to be that mother that had to do, that had to work four jobs. So then I never got to see my kids, but, right. you know, so from there, I, um, near the end of, I don't know how I managed it throughout college, but I did end up getting on the Dean's list almost every year and wow. for every semester. I ended up graduating with 3.96 GPA. Wow. Congratulations. That's awesome. Thank you. Um, I don't know how I did it, but I did it. Um, and after school, I had probably, even before school was over, I had applied to I don't I like 200 places trying to break oh. into into something, whether it was criminal justice, um, digital forensics. I didn't care. I just wanted to know that I wasn't going to be that server for the next 40 years. Right. 
Um, so I ended up getting on LinkedIn, which is the professional Facebook, I guess mm -hmm. is the best way to describe it. Um, and I was reaching out to several people, just kind of throwing out different vibes, you know, like maybe I'll get into something at some point somewhere. And I came across this gentleman's LinkedIn page and he had his e ENCE and he was a digital forensics. Um, he was the director at, of a company of that field. And I was, I was like, okay, maybe I can reach out to him. Um, I connected with him and he, he messaged me and he, he asked me, do I know you? Cause I do a lot of speaking engagements and I normally try to keep my LinkedIn pretty, mm -hmm. um, pretty, you know, meaningful. It doesn't yeah. just link, you know, connect to anybody. And I was right. like, no, I don't know you. I was like, I just, I want to get into digital, digital forensics. I noticed you're in there. And I just thought we, I, you know, to connect. And he was like, okay. And he set up a call with me probably a couple, a couple days later. And we talked, I had no idea at the time that this was going to go anywhere. I just thought I was talking to someone that was in the career that I wanted. Um, and then he, he sent me to talk to his, um, his assistant or his assistant manager. And I talked to her. I had no idea I was actually going through an interview process. <laughs> um, and I think they ended up going with somebody else. And a couple, a couple weeks later, he reached out and he said, hey, I've got this opportunity. Um, we need to image 14,000 hard drives. Uh, you will have to be in California to do it but it's yours if you want it. And I, I was like, yeah, yeah, I want it. I think I want it. Um, and of course, everyone, everyone around me is like, that's red flags. They're going to get you to California. It's not going to go well. They're going to kidnap you, you know, like yeah. everything. Cause just some random person mm -hmm. offering me a job in the middle of just LinkedIn just did not, it didn't sound right especially to, you know, in this little tiny town that I'm in. Um, my dad ended up calling him to talk to him to make sure that it was legit. And next thing I know, I'm getting ready to move to California. Wow. Um, of course, I have to I have to say goodbye to my girls because I can't move them out to California right away, obviously. Um, and like near the end of, I want to say December 2015, I was packing my bags, getting ready to move to California. And I realized there was no way I was going to be able to afford California right away. I, I just, there was no way. Um, so my plan at that time, and I think this was about the same time that my dad reached out to him to make sure that it was a, it was legit was, uh -huh. um, my plan was to drive all the way to California and live in my car until I got my first two checks and I could afford a place. Um, 
it didn't matter to me whether that seemed reasonable for other people. It was to me, it was what I needed to do to get it. I needed to get into this career. If I could get into this career and I could make enough money, I could get everything back that I had lost four years ago. Mm -hmm. So at that point, my dad called, called the guy that I met on on LinkedIn. And he was, he was like, I don't, I just want to make sure this is legit. You've got my daughter getting ready to live in her car in California. And he's, and that guy reached out to me and said, some guy named Rex just called and wanted to speak to me about you. And I want to make sure it's okay before I do. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's my dad. (laughs) Um, So they spoke and then my dad was like, yeah, you know, yeah, you got to do this. You have to do this. And I said, okay. So him and I drove out to California with everything that I owned. My mom and him kept my daughters for six months because that's how long this job was supposed to be was six months. Um, and I, that's where my adventure, I guess, really started. Uh, We got all the way to California. My parents bought my hotel the first week. And then I I tried to find roommates that I could move in with for the next six months. While I was in California, my, my boss, my new boss at the time, was like, hey, we've got an opportunity where we need to do this work as well at our India um, office. Are you willing to travel with your two coworkers to India? And I was like, yes, yes, <laughs> absolutely. Um, what an opportunity. Yeah. And it's, it's being in India was very humbling. I know people are like, Americans are spoiled. I never, ever understood that until I was in India. Mm-hmm. Um, so I lived in India for about three weeks. Uh, I, I probably worked 80 hours a week. We were trying to bust through these, these hard drives like crazy so we could pack it up and say we're finished there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we made it. I don't think we made the goal. We ended up having to pack and leave without having all the hard drives imaged or knowing who the custodians were. Um, we got, I got back to the United States and he extended my, my contract another year. So, but it was going to be remote. So I was able to go back home because we had talked a lot about me moving to California, but the prices in California, the rent alone was mm-hmm. going to break me unfortunately. And there's not going to be a lot of roommate opportunities when you have two kids. That's true. Yeah. So um, at the end of that year, I said, I said goodbye. I'm still, I still talk with him. He, him and his family came to visit a couple months ago when they were traveling, they were doing the Route 66 um, travel. And then I ended up back at home with my girls finally. And we needed to, I needed a new job. 
I was out of a job and I was so scared that was going to be a fluke, right? Okay, I just had this <laughs> awesome job. I busted into digital forensics and now what am I going to do? Of course, I've always got the bad, the bad words coming. You got to get that out of your head. Yeah, I'm always like, oh, well, it was just a fluke. It's not going to happen again. And then it did. I ended up getting a job at Concilio where I was supposed to be 20% digital forensics and 80% evidence management. And they ended up firing all of the managers above me. And then I ended up on just evidence management where I actually created a whole system using SAFE that was going to work with the evidence that was coming into, into Concilio. I transformed a whole program that worked specifically for Concilio. And Concilio is probably at this point, the largest e-discovery firm in the world. And wow. I created their evidence management system that eventually went live probably a couple years before. Wow. Before I left. And I mean, that's a huge, that was a huge, um, win for me. I was able to say I did that and mm -hmm. I created this system. Um, I ended up leaving Concilio because I wasn't, I wasn't moving anywhere. I wasn't moving up. I wasn't moving sideways. I was just stuck. And I had a manager that I, I really wasn't fond of. And that's when I got um, the opportunity with special counsel. And I would say nine times out of 10, the main reason I get these jobs is because of my story of saying I dropped everything, even my children, which sucks to say. And I moved to California to get what we needed to get. Um, or I, I did what I needed to do to take care of them. Mm -hmm. And so I worked with special counsel. I was that I, I, didn't do anything with evidence management. Thank God I was in digital forensics and I did probably 90% of the collections and my colleague or my manager, he did, he focused on the analysis of the evidence. Unfortunately, I haven't been able to break into doing the analysis because that, mm -hmm. that takes a lot of training mm -hmm. and there's not a lot of companies that that will offer the training. And if they do offer the training, they're usually so busy, they don't have the time to train people right. under them, right? So although my colleague or my manager at special counsel, he he was very helpful. He, tr he tried his hardest to get me involved and be able to train, but we were so busy. I was so busy doing the collections and he was so busy doing the analysis that we never really got to be able to connect and me be able to learn really the the analysis part of digital forensics. Mm -hmm. And eventually I got an opportunity with CS Disco and surprisingly, um, a special counsel was gonna counter and try to keep me, but my my the director of forensics found out that concilio had actually bought special counsel probably a month before i got this this position and he knew there was um there 
he wasn't going to ask me to stay knowing what Concilio had done to right. me. Um, so he let me go and I ended up at, at CS Disco where they're actually training. They're, they're actually going to buy training. They've already bought training for me. Um, so I'm studying to get my A plus and hopefully I'll get my ENCE or my CCE and then move into Celebrite and all that and be able to really, I'll be able to be a witness in or an expert witness and in, in any kind of lawsuit that they need. Wow. But that's, that's further down the line, I think. Mm -hmm. But the best part of all of this, you know, I mean, I've been working, I work like 40 to 60 hours a week and thankfully I work from home. So I'm always here for my girls now. Um, but during this growth, during between losing everything that I could have, that I, that I lost. And today I can happily say that in 2015, I bought my own house and we now have a puppy. So I am able to care for my girls without asking for help. I know pre I've reached out to my parents probably a million times. I need, I need groceries. I need help. I need, and they were always okay here. We'll help you. If you need anything, like, let me know. But it's finally got to the point probably where the, over the past three years that I haven't needed to ask for help. I haven't needed to, to ask for groceries or can you pay this bill or that bill? It's, it's all been, it's all been me. I bought our house. We've got, it started out a two bedroom, one bath house, which with teenage girls doesn't work, doesn't work at all. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I actually got an addition to my house this year. I'm so now it's a three bedroom, two bath house. And yeah, I mean, and I, that's going to increase your resale value too. Yeah is yes my, and, you did, and you did it all yourself yes i See, mean of, of course i had the support of my parents or my boyfriend oh, yeah. or right you know, but yeah. but you know you heather you when when all that happened and your life just fell apart you could have just said screw it yeah you know? but but you know I, you should be so proud of yourself and what a great example and role model you are for your daughters yeah i you know when I was sitting on the, on the recliner that day and I was, I was looking at the, at, at the laptop and I was like, okay, what can I do? I had three goals that I had wrote down or I at least had saved away in my head. And that was, I wanted to get my house back. I wanted to be able to support my girls on my own and I wanted to get them to Disneyland mm -hmm. or Disney World. Um, I bought our house in 2015. I think it was 2015. I'm now supporting our, our, myself. I don't get it. You know, nobody's had to help me in the last couple of years anyway. And I got them to Disney World. Oh, um, that is awesome. Yeah. And it was, I mean, my parents helped with that. I'm not going to lie. They, they helped a little with that as well, but 
I was still able to provide them an actual vacation where mm -hmm. it wasn't, well, we're just going to chill at home because I can't afford anything. Yeah. We went to Disney World, uh, I think last year after, you know, during COVID when the flights were really cheap, I got them mm -hmm. to Las Vegas. I got them to see the Titanic exhibit, oh, um, wow. zip lining through, um, I forget the name of that. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I've seen them do that there. <laughs> yeah. It's really fun. And it then, is, yeah. I wasn't had, crying, but. <laughs> you know, it's not, I, I usually, I don't do well on roller coasters or anything like that, but zip line is pretty, it's pretty cool. There's a zip line place in, um, at the, um, in St. Louis, I think it is, where you can zip line through caverns, which is really oh. cool. And the lights just kind of zip on as you zip through the cavern. It's, oh, that sounds fun. It's really cool. I guess. I bet it is. <laughs> so how has this changed how you feel about yourself? My confidence is a lot better than it was Um when all this, because in 2011, if you would have asked me, I wanted to die. I, my depression, I mean, I had seriously hit rock bottom. I was, you know, I'm fat. I, I have two kids. No one's going to want me. I lost everything. I'm living at home with my parents out here in Indiana. Where, what am I going to be able to do to support them on my own? I'm just going to mm -hmm. be trapped in another relationship and they're going to take it all away because you know i and mm -hmm. it was horrible and i started school and when that first semester i was like okay if i fail math i am out like i'm scared of math and somehow that year i got an a in math and i was like okay maybe i can do this maybe i can do this and then as as the years rolled by and I was getting all A's and and mostly A's, I'd get a couple B's every now and then. I'm like, I'm really doing this. I'm really doing good. And of course, I still have that voice inside of me going, you know what? It's really not that hard. So is it really an accomplishment? Like you, you don't even know if you're going to get a job out of this. And, you know, I eventually I got a job out of it. And Today, I mean, I still question myself. I still say bad things to myself about myself, but I am so much better now than I've than I've ever been. I'm more independent. If someone tells me I can't do it, I will totally do it. And <laughs> I will rub it in your face later. Like you remember, okay. you told me I couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. Um but yeah, I, I definitely have a better, uh, more better confidence in myself. And mm -hmm. I know at the end of the day, if something goes wrong, I can take care of it. I can handle it because mm -hmm. I, at one point, five years ago or 11 years, 10 years ago now, I had lost everything and I didn't think I was going to go anywhere. I didn't think I was going to be able to make it. And here I am. I'm not only did I make it, but I'm 
I'm still learning. I'm still taking the time to do everything that I can. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I know that no matter what happens, I will be able to take care of it. That's right. Are you happy? I'm very happy. Yeah. That's what's I, important. Yeah. I still battle with depression. Um, and to combat that, of course, you know, you can go to the doctor and get your medicines, but I've, I've found that exercising regularly helps. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I am at the gym, 6am ready to go. Hurry into Mattress Firm's best Memorial Day sale ever. Get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin and save up to $500 on Sealy. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchases up to a $4.99 value. Or shop Tempur-Pedic, the most highly recommended bed in America, and save up to $500 on adjustable mattress sets in stock for immediate delivery. And get a $300 instant gift. Talk to a sleep expert today. Only a Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. See store or mattressfirm.com for details. The future will be amazing. And that's all well and good. But what about today? You can feel the rush of a 400-horsepower Nissan Z. Or climb to new heights in the all-terrain Nissan Frontier. Light up the road in the all-electric Nissan Aria that feels like a sci-fi dream come true. The future will be great, but today is made for thrill. All you have to do is get in a Nissan and drive. 2023 Aria and Z not yet available for purchase. Expected availability is this spring for 2023 Z and this fall for 2023 Aria. Um, I, I decided a long time ago that if I get to the gym super early in the morning, before my brain has a chance to turn on, <laughs> I'll stay and I'll be able to do the workout. <laughs> That's good logic. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, if I if I wake up and I allow my brain to wake up, I will talk myself out of it every time. But it has helped. I know everyone is, oh, well, that's it's just exercise. And but there is a lot of it's helped me a lot as far as battling my depression and that, Mm -hmm. that voice in my head that tells me that I'm not, I'm not good enough or, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm never going to go anywhere. Um, It does help fight that. And of course now I've got a, a puppy. So she Mm -hmm. helps me. She helps me a lot too. I mean, she's so happy and, loving and even like if I'm sad she's right there to lick me to death I guess she's definitely she'll definitely lick you to death but of course that helps and then looking back taking a step back and looking at my journey where where I started how I'm doing um and that really helps too yeah so you, when you, when all of that happened and your world fell apart, you probably never dreamed anything like that would ever happen to you. Yeah. But when you were in that place, you probably never imagined your life would be what it is now. Exactly. And that's what <laughs> I tell people, um, especially people that are, that are at the forefront of a divorce. Mm-hmm. It sucks and it hurts and you're going to make mistakes. And I mean, I was not the best of person people during the first couple of years of my divorce, I made lots of mistakes, but looking back, then I thought my life was over looking back. That was the best thing that could have ever happened to me. 
Had it not happened, I wouldn't have gone down the road that I've gone down. I wouldn't be where I am. I wouldn't have visited um, California or Vegas or India. I I wouldn't have the friends that I have today and the supporters that I have today. Um, So, I mean, divorce is horrible when you're going through it. But if you, if you tell yourself, and this is what, this is what I find the most important is just because, okay, like my divorce, I could easily say that wasn't my fault. I didn't do Mm -hmm. anything. Um, I wasn't the best wife. I, I made mistakes, but, and at the end of the day, it wasn't even my choice to get the divorce. I had actually told him I wasn't going to grant the divorce until I felt he fought for me. And he, at that point, he said, well, I just don't think you're worth it. And that was my, that was the, that was the most, that was, that was a click for me. Like, okay, you know what? I am worth it. And as bad as I thought about myself, I knew I was worth it. And I went and I filed for a divorce that day. And like I said, it could be, you could look at it and say, well, that wasn't my fault and just, you know, blame everything on everybody else. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's your life. It's, it's your story. And just because someone came in and like just mold over it, it's still your life and now it's yours and you have to clean it up. Whether it's your fault or not, it's your mess to clean up. Right. And if you play the victim, if you say, well, it's not my fault, they did it, they did it, they did it, that's fine. But you're not going to learn or grow from that. You have to find something that, okay, it's their fault, but it's still my mess to clean up. I still have to fix it. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I would have learned that lesson as well had this divorce never happened. Right. He taught me like, okay, it might not have, you know, he cheated. He said I wasn't worth it. That's fine. But I still have two kids I have to take care of. I still have a family that I have to, I have to be a good example for. And I, I'm not going to be a good example if I sit here blaming him my whole life. So, okay, it happened. Let's clean it up. Let's move forward and let's be better than we were the day before. That's a great attitude. Great attitude. Well, let's say hello to some people and see if anybody has any questions for you. Hi, Sarah. Sarah's here. She says, hi. Stony. how are you doing? Hi, Carolyn. Um, hi, Linnell. I'm sure you recognize some of these names, Heather. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. See if anybody had any questions. Hi, Kim. Devin. Devin's here. He says hello to everyone. Hi, Devin. Um, hi, Malele. Um, Robin said hello, everyone. She's listening while she's driving. And Marsha's here. Hello, Marsha. Hi, Melissa. Melissa Parks. Um, Kim says, what a great story of your strength and tenacious endurance. Thank you. Hi, Sam. Sam. 
Sam Sam says hello. Sarah says, you're amazing, Heather, and so strong. Your story gives me goosebumps. I love that. Marcia says, hi, everyone. She didn't want to interrupt while you were talking. Um, Melissa Park says, she can relate with your story. Thank you. Stoney says, Heather is doing an amazing job. And I will say, I, would, I think that's very true. You are. I knew you way back when. Mm-hmm. And um, you're completely not the same person anymore. Oh, I mean, I'm not either. I know. <laughs> but I mean, you, you, I can see and I've seen it on Facebook and we've chatted quite a few times and yeah. I've seen how much you changed and how much you grew and you're a great mom with your girls. Yeah. Um, I would say the bulk of my growth came after my divorce. I, mm -hmm. I had no choice in that. Um, I've changed quite a bit in the last 10 years, especially like when you're a server, I, I, you know, I was a server, I was a clown, I made people laugh. And then as I, I got into the corporate world, I grew even more because you can't be that silly, stupid clown all mm -hmm. the time, especially in um, corporate, in the corporate worlds. But That's yeah. Right. Veronica said, thank you for sharing your story, Heather. And Marsha wants to know if you still live in Indiana. I do. I do still live in Indiana. Um, I've got my private investigator's license in Texas. Mm. And my company is in Texas. They actually, um, they wanted me in Austin, but... Well, they had asked me if I would, I was willing to move into Austin and I was like, I, I am, but I don't know if I can do it and, you know, right away. Um, and they actually made this position specifically for me and they made it remote just to get me into their, onto their, into their, um, business, which is, again, it blows my mind that there's mm -hmm. companies that, it, you know, they just hear your story and they're like, yeah, we want her, we need her. And but they you, will, they will make everything possible to get you on board with them. What was the comment that he made um, before the divorce? You're not good enough or you're I'm not worth it. it. I was not worth, worth it. it. Now look at, and you said, yes, I am. Yeah. And you put that out there and look at all these things that came to you that showed you, yes, you are. Yeah. You are worth it. All these different opportunities, everything has shown you that. Yeah. And that's that, you know, it's, it's so, I mean, it's validating mm -hmm. and it's, it gives me goosebumps when I think about, you know, certain stuff, especially like this company. Um, they were looking for a senior forensic person and I'm I'm not senior. I'm not even close to senior. I can collect digital evidence like crazy. I I can collect, I mean, I think I did 62 emails in one day once. Um wow. and I mean I will sit at my computer from 6 a.m to 10 o'clock at night if I have to to get the work done. Um and for them to go, okay, the position we're looking for isn't available to you because you're not senior, but we want you so bad that we're going to create this position and we're going to make it remote just for you. It was like mm -hmm. mind blowing. Like I'm wow that they really that did that. Feel so good. Yeah. 
That's amazing. Sarah, Super Space Cookie says she lives in Indiana too. Oh, does she? Mm -hmm. Hi, Carol. So is there anything else that you would like us to know or any, um, you know, last words of wisdom that you would like to depart on everyone? Uh, just to reiterate what I said, which was, I mean, when, when something happens, even if it's out of your control, it's still your life. You still have to clean it up and you mm -hmm. have the ability to do it. Nothing yeah. should hold you back. You should be able to move forward and it's going to be difficult. It's, I'm not saying like, oh, it's the easiest thing in the world. I, there were times when I felt like I was running on a treadmill. I knew I was making progress, but I wasn't going anywhere. Mm -hmm. And it gets frustrating and you want to give up, but you can't because at the end of the day, it's your life. You still have to li live it. That's right. Well, Devin says, keep growing and never look back. Your story is amazing. Keep the light burning bright for others to follow your strength. Oh, thanks. And Kim wants to know if it's difficult to become a private investigator. She said she found out recently that she's good at finding out things people are trying to hide from my recent split up. So in Texas, it's not that it's not that hard at all. I think it cost my company $60 and I had to get my fingerprints. And then, of course, you have to pass a background check. Mm -hmm. So it probably took about 10 minutes of my time and I think about an hour drive. <laughs> wow. So it's different in every state. Yeah. So I looked at Indiana because naturally I was like, oh, I wonder about Indiana. Indiana is much more expensive. Uh, it's about, I think it was like $260, $300. Wow. It's a big yeah. difference. Yeah. Whereas Texas, it was just the 60. Of course, I didn't have to pay for it. My company paid for it. Um, but no, I mean, I don't think it's difficult. I, it's, it varies from state to state on what you're supposed to do. You have to be able to, of course, pass a background check and then do fingerprints and all yeah. that. Wow. Let's see if anybody else has any more questions. It doesn't look like it. Well, Heather, I'm so proud of you for stepping out of your comfort zone and coming here today. Yeah, thanks. How does it make you feel after um, saying everything that you said? So at first I was nervous. I was expecting to stutter <laughs> like all the time. Um, but I, I enjoyed it after a little bit. I got a little bit more relaxed and I was able to get everything out that I wanted to get out awesome. without getting too in depth or boring anybody. I wanted to be able to wrap it up nicely. So it made sense mm -hmm. without boring everyone to death. Oh, I don't think anybody was bored. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for being here. And um, I wish you, you know, all the best Thanks and, you, you know, I can't wait to see where your journey takes you. Thanks. Wow, that was amazing. Um, Heather Sarah said you did a great job, and I agree. Um, you see how amazing that is to come on and just tell your story? And, you know, you guys are all invited to do that. Come on, tell your story, own your story. It will change the way you feel about yourself. It will empower you. Um, you can either message me on Facebook or email me at Ruth at RuthSaltman.com. Um, you know, we can set up, you know, a time for you to come on. 
Um, <clears throat> so I know um, some of the shows talked about this this week. I want to talk to you about testimonials. If you enjoy this show or any of the Goldilocks shows, please write us a testimonial. It doesn't have to be long, just, you know, a couple of sentences. Uh, you can send it to Tiffany or you can send it to me and I'll forward it to her. These testimonials will be put on the Goldilocks website as well as our own individual websites, you know, depending on who they're about. Um, it's a great way for you guys to give back or to pay it forward. So I want to thank you very much um, if you choose to do that. We do appreciate it. So um, they want me to talk to you guys about intuition. You know, we all have intuition. Um, some of us use it, some of us don't. Some of us don't even acknowledge that it's there, but we all have it. It's our inner um, guidance system, our inner GPS system. Um, you know, it helps you to go where you're guided to go. Um, and it's a very powerful tool that it can help guide us through our everyday life if we choose to use it, to tap into it. Um, when I made the decision to start listening to my, my inner GPS system, everything changed for me. And it will change for you, too. I had that nudging for years and years to finish and publish my book. For the longest time, you know, I would just ignore it. And it was always there, though, in the back of my head. Then I got to a place where I just couldn't ignore it anymore because it would just keep kind of like gnawing at me. You know, they say that, you know, they'll, you know, you're not the universe will knock once to get your attention. If you don't listen, it'll drop. It'll knock a couple more times. It'll knock even harder. And then it'll just drop, you know, a brick wall on you. So um, it was almost getting to that point with me. And, oh, I'm burping now. Excuse me. And as I was, you know, writing that, um, information would come to me about the next books that I was going to write. And that was the ABC books that I wrote. Um, I knew it would be a format like that. I knew the size and the titles. Um, and a lot of the info would come to me, you know, like words or phrases, sometimes even a paragraph while I was writing Metamorphosis. But I would know that it, the, it wasn't for Metamorphosis. Um, so I had all this information, you know, in my computer. And, you know, that's how I started doing that. I formatted the first book and just copied it for the other two and then started just putting my information in there that I had already had um, guided to me, given to me, channeled to me, however you want to put it. But the thing is, you know, when I wrote the first book and I hit that publish button on my computer, the feelings that flowed through me were numerous. Um, there was total joy. Um, I was really proud that I had accomplished that since I had been working on it for so many years. And I don't mean just like one or two. I mean, I started writing this, oh gosh, probably 10 years before I published it. And, you know, I would start it and then I'll just leave it. And then I would get some little, a little bit of inspiration and I go jot it down. And after then, you know, it started adding up. Um, it gave me a real sense of satisfaction of doing what I knew I was supposed to do. Um, and as a result of that, hello, Joyce, nice to see you. As a result of publishing that first book, um, listening to my angels and guides to do that, 
I received a request for an interview from Laura Romero for her Angels and Healing a Light show. Shortly after that, this show transpired. As I was getting ready to publish my fourth book, which I published last month, I've been inspired or instructed or, or guided, whatever you guys want to call it. I mean, we each call it something different um, to do some more things. So I've had a lot of different projects going on. Some things that, you know, I started might have had the idea a couple years ago and I write down a couple things and, and then it just starts snowballing and growing. Um, one of the projects that I've been working on, I just finished today. So I'm pretty excited about that. And you guys will hear about that, you know, in the coming weeks. Um, I like starting my projects. Once I get inspired to do them, I like to do an outline, figure out, you know, exactly where it's going to go. Um, and then I just work on them as I get inspired to, you know, I'll get, <coughs> you know, some words or a paragraph or whatever it is, and then I'll input it into my little outline. And um, then, you know, all of a sudden they, they're finished. And um, I'm really excited, you know, to see what comes next. And I've noticed that since I started trusting and listening, um, every time I complete something, um, I'm guided to do something else. And it's it, to me, it's like really exciting because there's always something going on and I really enjoy that. Um, my fifth book is going to be coming out this fall. And as far as I know, that's going to be the last one for a while. But, but you know, that can always change because... I never in my life dreamed that I'd ever publish a book, much less be working on my fifth one. Never could I have imagined that. Um, but the important thing is that you do listen to your intuition. You listen to your angels and guide. You listen to spirit. Whatever it is that is speaking to you, you listen. It will always guide you where you need to be. Um, from the time, and you know, I was... I was inspired by these words today. This is why I wrote them down when they wanted me to talk about intuition. And as I was listening to Heather's story, so much relates to this. And I was thinking about it as she was speaking and it just kind of blows me away. Because from the time I wrote my first few words until the time I wrote my last few, um, it was a huge, huge time of growth and evolution on every single level of my being. And, you know, that's how it was for Heather. That's how it is for all of us. She talked about what it was like in the beginning and what it was like now and, and how much growth there's been in between. And um, I'm the best version of myself than I have ever been. And I keep growing and I keep learning. Um, you know, now those doors have been opened. I know my truth and there's no going back. There's no going back. There's only going forward. Um, I'm very grateful to myself that I finally decided to listen and to trust the information that I got because I would hear it a lot, you know, for years, but I did not trust it hundred percent. And one day I just, you know, that's it. I'm just going to start trusting it. And so that's what I did. Um, if you are getting a nudging for something that you're supposed to do, it's not going to go away. It's only going to get stronger and stronger. And I know this from my own experience. 
when you finally decide to surrender, you will do so much healing and you will grow, grow, grow. And surrendering only means that you're getting out of your own way. That's all it means. You're not giving up your power. You're not, you know, anything like that. You are just getting out of your own way because that's what we do. We stand in our own way and we stop ourselves from doing the things that we know we should be doing. Um, and when you do and you get out of your own way, everything is going to change for you. Um, like I said, never in my wildest dreams did I ever think I would publish a book. And now I'm on my fifth. Never in my wildest dreams did I ever think I would be here with you guys. Um, but here I am. I'm following my true path, the one that I set out before I came here, even though I had no clue what it was. Um, but I think I'm figuring it out. I'm figuring out what my purpose is. Um, I'm honoring my path. I'm living in my purpose with my passion. And every single person that is hearing my voice right now, you can too. Don't think that you can't. Um, you just have to decide that it's time to fully accept who you are and decide to live in your truth. And you can do it. We all can do it. Um, it took me a long time to get here. It's not like this happened to me overnight. You know, it's been, you know, I, I first started my awakening in the, the 1990s. Now figure out that's quite a long time ago. But since 2010 is when real things really started hitting me hard. And, you know, that's since 2010. That's when I've done the most of my growth up until now. Um, but it, it wasn't anything that happened overnight. It took me a long time to get where I am. And it's a lot of work, but it is so worth it. Um, I know that the rest of my life is going to be the best of my life. I know that. And I look forward to every single day. I can't wait to see what's going to happen next. Do you want to stay where you are, where it's comfortable and cozy? Or do you want to live your best life ever? It really is a no brainer. The good news is that you can start right now, wherever you are. Just make the decision and move forward. The only thing stopping you is you. Surrender. Get out of your own way. Let's see. So that's what they wanted me to talk to you about. Intuition. And I mean, I've always known I had that little voice speaking to me. You know, my intuition. But, you know... I think, yeah, well, maybe, maybe that's me that wants that to happen. And it's not really that little voice. And after years of, you know, listening to it and making the, the opposite, you know, decision, then you really, it really helps you learn to start trusting it because you always know in your gut what the truth is or what, like, if you have a decision to make, like between two things, you know, in your gut, which one you want to choose or which one you should choose. It might not always be the one you want, but you know which one is the true one for you. What would help you um, express your truth? And sometimes we'll listen to that and sometimes we don't. But when we don't, it seems like it doesn't work out for us. So we have to stand in our truth and we have to live in our truth. And when we do that, you know, 
it helps other people to do that as well. Um, Robin says, thank you for sharing your story, Heather. You have such an incredible journey, Ruth. Oh, you're such an inspiration. Oh, thank you, Sarah. Hooray. Can't wait for your next one. How exciting. Well, it's going to be a few months yet because it's not going to be till fall. But, you know, we'll see. I'll let you know when I know more. But, you know, it's not hard to step into your truth. It's not hard. It's hard as you think. You know, a lot of the work is healing, you know, those past issues because you have to be able to get past that stuff, right? And it makes your head a lot clearer and you're able to focus better. And maybe you don't recognize what your truth is right now. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that don't. Um, but once you start doing that healing, you're going to recognize yourself. You're going to recognize who you are at your very core. You will know your truth. And then you'll be able to walk in your truth. I'm really happy that Heather could be here. Um, Heather and I used to work together like 2000 and I want to say before 2010. So I've got to see a lot of the changes that she's made in her life, a lot of the important decisions decisions that she's made and she shared a lot of her pictures on Facebook when she bought her house and when she took her kids to um Disney World it was that was just so amazing um but it's you know she's been on this amazing journey and if she would not have you know stepped up and said you know what I am worth it I am gonna do this you know and I know that was her inner voice her you know, guiding her, her intuition that said, this is, you know, this is where you need to be. And she could have said no. She could have just sat back. And she, she, her and her kids would probably be in the same situation they were 10 years ago. But she did it. And I'm so proud of you, Heather. And so proud of you for coming here and sharing your amazing story. And I know you've inspired other people. And... <clears throat> You should, you know, wake up every morning feeling so good about yourself because, you know, the decisions you made got you to where you are now. Um, and it, you're in a really good place and it's really exciting and you're such a great role model for your girls. So they're going to grow up to be, you know, great women just like you. Thank you so much for your super sticker, Heather. I really appreciate that. Heather says, thank you so much for having me. You are so very welcome. Sarah says, thank you for sharing your story, Heather. I know that your story will inspire someone else. You know, maybe someone who just found out they're getting divorced. Um, and they feel like it's the end of the road for them. A lot of people, have, a lot of us have been in that situation before. And a lot of us could relate to your story. Marcia says, God bless you, Heather. <coughs> um, but remember, you know, we all have a story to tell. And we all need to come on and own our story. So I'm hoping that a couple of you will um, message me that you want to be on um, Words of Wisdom. Next month, my Words of Wisdom guest will be Heidi Petey. And um, I'm looking forward to that. Sam Sam says, thank you for sharing, Heather. See, everyone appreciates it. Um, I know I sure do. But it looks like we're out of time for tonight. So I just want to tell you guys, I... Hope to see you back next week. Next week we will be talking about, I already know, um, 
let's see, loss, grief, and healing. So that's what we'll be talking about next week. So hope you guys all have a really great week. I will see you next week. I love you all. Good night. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.